Hey friends, welcome back to Real Life Marriage, where I'm your host, Candace Mummert. And on a great day, my husband Aaron joins me as the co-host. Whether I'm sharing tidbits and encouragement or interviewing people brave enough to share what goes on behind closed doors in their marriage, it's all for the goal of strengthening marriages. We're glad you joined us as we unpack the good, the bad, and everything in between when it comes to real life marriage. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our series on spiritual leadership. We are now in part five, which we didn't actually realize it was going to be this many parts, did we? I I know. (laughs) Unpacking such a topic, I guess we shouldn't be surprised, but we've just kind of let the Lord roll with it and it's, it's become something. So we are now in part five, about to wrap things up, but we wanted to tag this series and all of the conversations to the men with an episode for the ladies because we play a part in that spiritual leadership, and that is the surrender that the Bible uh, calls us to, submitting to our husbands, and and that's a tricky subject. I've got to be honest, even after doing marriage ministry for a few years now, when people ask that question, uh, I get a little nervous because it's a sensitive one. There can be some really negative connotations to the idea of submitting to someone uh, or to your husband. And so we're gonna set a little foundation and unpack a few parts of all of that in this episode. And then we're gonna do an interview with some ladies so that they can give their perspectives and their ideas and share their wisdom as well as we wrap up this series. But- Sounds good. Today we're gonna kick it off. And Aaron and I were just laughing because we need to redo the intro to the podcast (laughs) because it still says, on a good day, my husband Aaron joins me. And now it's like, on every episode, we are blessed with the presence of my husband. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so I need to change that. We need to mix it up. But anyway, uh, to kick things off, I want to take a minute and read some verses from the Bible, from Proverbs specifically, because it gives a picture of how, as wives, we can be a blessing to our husbands. Uh, it also calls us a crown. Uh, or we can be miserable and like make them want to live on the corner of the roof. I believe one of them says. Attic. So, well, the... that, no, that's another one. There's oh. you either live in the attic or on the corner of the roof. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're nice. both in there. <laughs> so anyway, Proverbs twelve four says, "A worthy wife is a crown for her husband, but a disgraceful woman is like cancer in his bones." Mm. You want to read the next one? Proverbs 21.9. It says, It is better to live alone in the corner of an attic than with a quarrelsome wife in a lovely home. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just picturing there. I mean, you may have a million-dollar piece of property, a beautiful pool outdoor, sitting on 50 acres out in Texas, beautiful pasture. But if you have a quarrelsome wife, it's better to live in the corner in the attic. Oh, another one, Proverbs twenty-one nineteen says, it's better to live alone in the desert than with a quarrelsome, complaining wife. And if I may quote uh, a couple of lines from my book, I wrote a book, if you don't know, called From Single to the Knot. Wait, what? You wrote a book? <laughs> anyway, From Single to the Knot, How to Make the Knot Worth Fighting For. And on page 78, uh, I wrote... 
The sure way to make your husband miserable is to be quarrelsome and complaining. If a wife takes great care to speak to her husband with kindness and use words that uplift, she will be a crown. And Proverbs makes it really clear, the misery or the peace that we can bring to the home. And so with that in place, we play an important part in this. And uh, Ephesians 5.21 tells us to submit to one another out of the reverence for Christ. And that word reverence, I took a minute to look it up. That's Mm -hmm. one of those big words that we throw around. Reverence means deep respect for someone. And so I think, you know, the reason this topic always kind of makes me nervous is because when there's not a healthy cycle going, when both partners in the marriage aren't doing their part, this whole dynamic is really, really tricky. And so when a woman comes and says, but what if my husband is, or what if my husband isn't, then what am I supposed to do? Like it all sounds hunky-dory, but he's not doing his part. Yeah, so then what am I supposed to if do? If he's not a godly man, if he's not porn, if he's not seeking the Lord's wisdom, um, then yeah. Then yeah. That, why should I submit to that? Right. And so that's where Ephesians 5.21 comes in, um, that out of our reverence or our deep respect for Christ we are called to submit to one another. And so there again, how in marriage, we're always pointing everyone to the Lord, that it's, you know, that personal relationship first, that the the love tank is filled by God first, that it all turns back to God. And in this same way, even the way we submit to one another or respect our husbands comes out of an overflow of the respect and love that we have for Christ. And when there's nothing else to hold on to, ladies, that is something because Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yeah. And so He is enough. He is enough. And and I and that doesn't make it easy and that doesn't make it simple or clean cut, but it is something to hold on to. And so I I wanna lay that foundation. But And go and ahead. who <laughs> Who else would you want in your corner? You, you know, really, the the men, the men need to be fearful of that. If 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 the wife is going to Christ and saying, "My deadbeat husband, <laughs> you know, spending more time on ESPN than he is with me," uh, w- watch out if she has favor of the Lord. Yeah. You know, your your ESPN may get canceled, or yeah. you, know, I, you know, yeah, absolutely. And and we'll circle back around to that too. I'm sure, but. It, when, when you don't believe that your husband's going to show up and do his part, when you, when you believe that it's going to be the same old thing again, even if you show up and do your part, you trust in the Lord and how his power can come through. Uh, but sometimes it's a waiting game and, and, yeah. and that's hard. So back to the word submit. We are to submit to our husbands. And so I did a little word comparison here. And when you look up the word submit... And the synonyms for that word, there's quite a list. So it lists things like abide, acknowledge, cave, eat crow. <laughs> so let me go ahead and skip to it. As I was going through this list, I made a list of the positive synonyms and the ones that sound or feel more negative. But they're all synonyms for submit. So the negative things that can be connected to submitting or the synonyms would be to cave, to eat crow, to give in, and to put up with. 
And none of those sound really very good. But the positive synonyms are to abide, to acknowledge, to bend, and to go with the flow. And I definitely believe that that was the Lord's intent, is that not that we would be putting up with all the time, but that we'd be bending towards our husbands, that we would be bending toward compromise, that we would go with the flow sometimes, even if it wasn't exactly what we wanted. Mm -hmm. We're submitting that authority to our husbands and following their lead, and in that way, honoring and, and respecting them, which, you know, our husbands need our respect. But the antonyms for submit are words like disobey, fight, and resist. Wow. That sounds like the quarrelsome wife. Wow, yes. Right? Yes. Like, if I am fighting with and resisting every move my husband makes, I am a quarrelsome, complaining, nagging wife. Pretty sure. Yeah. Right? Not a crown jewel. No, not a crown. And so... But I love to think of abiding with my husband, acknowledging him, acknowledging his good works, acknowledging his thoughts and his ideas, acknowledging his goals, bending so that I can meet him where he is, going with the flow when it's not exactly what I want. Like that is what creates a healthy relationship and a healthy marriage, right? Yeah. Sounds yeah. good to you? Yeah, excellent. And it's it's back to that that one team uh, yeah. we're on this one team together and um and i, I want to just reiterate all that the <laughs> other four episodes uh that we stated i won't but go back and listen to it because you yeah. know there is a response there for the man that as the the wife is submitting under sacrifice sacrificial leadership um you or we the husbands are submitting under the lord's authority um, and then leading our wives um, sacrificially as yeah. Jesus was the head of the church or the, the husband uh, of the church. Yeah, and I will say, you know, as a, as a personal testimony, I'm, I'm a strong-headed woman and I have a lot of opinions. And I am sure that Aaron can give 82 examples of me trying to wear the pants early in our marriage <laughs> and not submitting well. Um, but... I just as a plug for the husbands and for a plug for how wives can pray, the closer Aaron drew to the Lord and the more I got to witness him investing in his relationship with the Lord, the easier and the easier and the easier it became to submit to his leadership. And now we're almost 20 years in yeah, and like, good. ladies, there's freedom. Like, I I can rest and not worry as much because I can go, he's taking it to the Lord. I'm going to wait and see what he says. I mean, I know I should be <laughs> praying with him. <laughs> and I usually am. But there's still a piece that is just like, I don't have to figure it all out. And I don't have to be responsible for what goes right and what goes wrong. I... I can truly just wait and see what the Lord tells Aaron or wait until the Lord puts us on the same page mm -hmm. where we're in agreement of how to move forward. Or what. There, there is a joy and a freedom and a peace that comes from trusting in your husband's leadership. Yeah, you're, you're both seeking the same source, uh, um, which is, is peaceful. Yeah. It's, it's an easy ride. I don't know. It, <laughs> 
yeah, this this crazy thing we call life it, yeah. it definitely makes it easier with walking with the Lord. And not not that his answers are always what we want them to be or that they always lead us to an easier life, but just that in the trying to figure out what to do, what not to do, how to spend the money, how to set the budget, what's coming next? Are we supposed to move? Is there a new job? Is there another kid? Is the, all those big life-changing decisions when you bring it before the Lord together and your husband is leading and you can just listen and, and watch and confirm and ask questions, whatever, you know, all those fun parts, it becomes more and more fun. The better you get mm-hmm. at it, the more fun it, it becomes. Yeah. Yep. And really the way it's set up, the men have more responsibility. We just need to <laughs> shut our mouths a little bit more. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. So that kind of leads to my next thing. I want to talk about First Peter. Peter yeah. Absolutely. Go there. Three, five. This is one that I use in in marital mentoring Mm -hmm. a lot, but I'm going to read a little bit of it first. The whole chapter is about wives and husbands, and it says, In the same way, wives, submit yourselves to your own husband so that even if some disobey the word, meaning your husband, they may be won over without a word by the way their wives live when they observe your pure, reverent lives. Now that's the beginning of 1 Peter chapter 3 if you want to check that out. But it's so important. I mean, it is written in the word that our silence can be more powerful than our words. And so if I want something changed in Aaron's heart, if I want an action to change to better our lives... I need to submit that to the Lord and pray for my husband and let the Lord do his work and not every day say, Aaron, did you pray today? Aaron, did you pray today? Aaron, did you have a quiet time today? Aaron, did you have a quiet... Like, that's not my job to check up on him and be sure that he's doing those things. But I can pray for my husband and in my quiet and in the way that I am living in reverence with the Lord... His heart can, Aaron's heart can be changed. The Lord can work. The Lord has room. But if I am so loud in Aaron's ear, nagging him, I can very quickly get in the way of what the Lord is trying to do. Yes. And we know it's going to stick better if it comes from the yeah, Lord. Yeah, the, the Lord's in the business of heart change, not, not, not the spouse. Yeah, right. And so I just, you know, we, we need to be quiet and give the Lord room to move and to work in and through our husbands. And then uh, it goes on to say, Don't let your beauty consist of outward things like elaborate hairstyles and wearing gold jewelry or fine clothes, but rather what is inside the heart, the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. And, um, and then the very last part is verse 5 where it says they trusted, meaning the women, they trusted God and accepted the authority of their husbands. And so there again, we are submitting to our husbands because we trust and have reverence for the Lord. Mm -hmm. Not because our husbands are perfect, not because they're always going to get it right, not because they always deserve it or have earned it, but because we trust God 
we can submit to our husband's authority. It's good. I That's mean, good. It's, it's easy to say and it's really hard to live some days, you know, but... That's really where our strength comes from, is that we trust God so much that in any situation we can submit to our husbands. And of course, we are not talking about abusive situations, neglectful situations, dangerous situations, you know, illegal situations. Of course, you need to get help and get out of those situations. But if he's just not doing things the way you want, or even, I mean, here's where I'm going to go down left field because there's so many different things that could be going on in your marriage that make it really hard to submit to your husband. And so I'm not even going to open that box, but the foundation is that we trust the Lord and we have a relationship with the Lord and we are going to submit and love our husbands because of the trust and the love that we have for the Lord. Yeah. And that's, you, you said it right. That's the foundation or the springboard because then whatever, whatever repair, or healing, forgiveness, whatever path or whatever improvement is needed in the marriage, that foundation of submitting to the Lord, both the husband and the wife, is critical. That is the foundation that, that you must start from. And then from there, there's there's different paths of, 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 of healing and you know additional counseling, mentorships, techniques, tools, all those element things. But you, you got to get the foundation. got to get the Jesus base yeah. um, first and then the rest of the stuff. And I will say, if, if you are a wife that is listening, that is a believer and has a relationship with Christ, and your husband does not have a relationship with Christ, you can still submit to him and respect him and love him in a way that in your quietness, it leaves room for the Lord to still lure him into a relationship and knowing the Lord. You can still submit to his decisions. You know, just because he's not with the Lord doesn't mean he's never going to make a good choice or or lead well. And so um, find those times when you can still submit to him and honor him and respect him, even if he's not seeking the Lord yet, because you can be praying for that and leaving for room for the Lord to move in his heart. Yeah, for him to accept um, ultimately, to, to find the Lord. Yeah, and to, to step into him. that yeah. spiritual leadership. So that said, you know, often there's an unhealthy cycle with all of this. One of us is not doing our part in the healthy cycle. Uh, and you may have to take a risk to be the first and and respect him even before he is being a good leader. Start to respect him and start that healthy cycle or give him space to grow into that place. Don't nag on him and correct him so much that he can't step into a new place of leadership. Give him that space and somebody has to take the first step. So whichever one of you, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. Whichever one of you is more mature (laughs) can be the one. It's not, oh my gosh, here we go. I have to do it again. No, consider yourself the more mature one. Whoever's listening right now and feeling a stir, you're the one that's more mature and ready. You have space to love your spouse more than they're loving you or respect your spouse more than they're respecting you. You make that first move and take that risk. It may not be reciprocated the first or third or tenth time, but 
make room for it to try make room to try to make it happen somebody has to take the first step in getting a healthy cycle started and maybe that is a wife who just shuts her mouth and prays for her husband yeah yeah uh when when we had this discussion just one-on-one and talking um there's such powerful words when when a wife says, "I trust your decision," mm. or "I these are these are my thoughts, these are my concerns, but I, I trust what you what you decide." And in, in me, I'm like, "Oh, wow! It, it's on me. Pass or fail is on me. Uh, the family's decision is now on my shoulders. I am immediately going to run to the Lord and say." <laughs> Uh, what what is the right decision here? What you know, I I am leading the family. That's that's powerful to have the family stand in behind you, encouraging you, saying we will follow you. You're going to spend a little bit more time and energy on that decision, considering all the cost, the pros, the cons. Yeah, um, that's a great example of making space, using your words to lift up your husband and giving him space to step into that leadership, is by saying. You know, here's my thoughts, but I trust your decision. Yeah, it's good stuff. That is good stuff. I'm excited for the roundtable. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we're going to get some ladies together and ask questions similar to the way we did the men's roundtable and get their feedback about what their experience has been um, and how they would like to grow in submitting to their husbands. So stay tuned for that. We will bring it to you as quickly as we can get it ready. And um, in the meantime, be praying for one another. Yes. Just submit it to the Lord and pray for one another. Excellent. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please take a minute to leave a review and share it with a friend to be part of Strengthening Marriages. Until next time, be sure you're loving on relationships.